everything kind of points to the idea that our mother was never actually cremated and the ashes that we were given are not even human remains at all. And someone else told me that they look like like quickcrete, one little dropper of water and mix them up and the reaction, it looked very, very similar and a little pasty consistency and everything. And then when it dried, it dried into little tiny little rocks. So we can't even get cremations right now. We, we really, we can't even trust a place to cremate. So, I mean, just turn on the machine, right? I, I mean, well, you know, somebody we all knew said that we could sit and actually watch or stand and watch the loved one go through so that we knew that we had their remains or cremains. Someone that we knew? Yeah. Uh, Said that we could actually watch our loved one go through so that we knew they were gathering their cremains so that we knew we had the right ones. See, what you have to see, what I have to trust is that I can just get the cremains, if that's the word for it, and not have to watch a loved one get burned to death. I know. Well, not while they're already dead, but... yeah, I just I don't want to see I don't want to see that. I know. I don't even want the end result. I just want to you know. I got the dogs and I got well you know my wife has her parents. What's the point of the cremains though? What do you mean? What's the point? What's the Some p- people want the cremains so I they can spread that, them or keep them or disperse them amongst the family. Wouldn't that be funny if she mentioned you know we put a drop of water on it? Wouldn't it be funny if Mama just reanimated and like dehydrated food or something and just hey. Can you imagine? Oh my I mean, gosh! They, I don't know if they'd be good or bad. Kind of funny. They were referring to her. You know, they were they like the remains, and they were pasty. And I'm like, well, so was Mama. You know, she can get out in the sun much, but uh, <laughs> we, yeah, we had we had it was got 15 or more years ago. We had a, a massive controversy, not a controversy, but a scandal with a um, with a human remains, and they were mixing all these remains together, and yeah, that happened here locally too. So I I just I just like what? I, I, I mean, it's a simple process. I can't think of something more simple. It's like it's like you put somebody in, you turn it on, unless you haven't paid the gas bill. Oh. Maybe that's part of the problem. Hmm. Maybe you haven't paid the bill for the propane or the or the or the natural gas or whatever. Or maybe it's just cheaper to not do something and then charge people full bo- uh, full rate for it. So you just, I mean, you go in. I guess they they do what they do and then. Isn't there a machine? It's like, like even like a sieve or a you know a flour mixer or oh, something. Oh. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like if everything's there, and then you turn off the the heat, and then you just kind of like open a hatch and it falls right down into a a box or something. I'm right? not sure how they do that, but, but you'd, well, you'd imagine. I mean, imagine like a funnel, like a funnel. You know, you funnel it into a box. And I guess there's certain. Um, it has to be pulverized, though. Remember that yeah. he who shall not yeah, be named no. told us no. That you're he actually told us not. A lot of things. You're not getting actual. You're not getting actual. Um, actual fleshy ashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are uh, pulverized mm-hmm. bones, which does not help the process in my mind at all. But there's certain professions that we just we we believe more than others, I guess, to be held to a certain level. And those well, trust, the level uh, yes, of trust. And yes. those those who deal with our loved ones remains, whether we're expecting them to keep them whole and, you know, take care of them or pulverize them and take pulverize. care of them. 
Well, that's what they I know, do. I know. Burning and pulverizing two words. I just don't want to hear what I know. You know, comes to the body of a loved one. But, but we trust them to do it in the correct way, in a respectful way, because we're not able to handle now it. Now, listen to this. The name of this funeral home was the Return to Nature Funeral Home. Well, well. well if you think about it, when you mix up, like, you know, quick Crete. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and you bury it down, like get a, a mailbox standing. I mean, that's returning it to returning it to nature. Yeah. There's no natural products in Quitcrete. I don't know anything about Quitcrete. I've used it once successfully. I've used it many times, but I don't make it. I mean, you actually make it. You mix it, but. What do you mean you don't make it? You mix it. Yeah, but you don't. Ma- I don't make, make the stuff no, that you makes it. I oh, mean, well, yes, you're not. Yeah, okay. So I don't know if there's any. Any maybe it's just where all the remains go. Maybe all the remains go to the Quickrete company. You know, <laughs> maybe oh, that's gosh. where the ashes go. You get the pulverized bones, but the ashes go to oh, Quickrete. And then uh, every mailbox post has got Grandma mm-hmm. holding her up, holding mm-hmm. it up. Well, we welcome you to the show. It's five fifty six. Hell of a start on this cold morning. It is cold this morning. It is twenty seven when I left the house and thirty two when I got here. I uh, have about a five-degree difference out there in the hinterlands. And uh, 58 for the high today, so a freeze warning is in effect for some this morning. Fridges start. Warms up into the weekend. Looks like 70 both days, Saturday and Sunday. There's a big UT uh, power T on Saturday. We play a game here. UConn. UConn. It's homecoming. Oh, that's right. They're going to start the kid, aren't they? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's that's the rumor. The rumor. It might start the kid. You know, Nick, Nico, I am your mama. So we'll see how that goes. And then into the upper 70s, uh, mid-70s, excuse me, mid-70s by the middle of the week. Uh, we'll be back. Got a lot to do today and a whole lot to talk about. Love to hear from you as always at 656-7827. Start with a 2.1. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim Show. Seven minutes past six o'clock. Mark and Kim Show, of course, powered by the Uton Law Firm. Cold start, cool day, 58 for the high, about 32 now. Outlying areas maybe below 32 into the upper 20s. I have a question to ask. I'm afraid to ask you, though. It's about expiration dates. And if there's an <laughs> if there's an actual mental illness or a disorder or something about expirations and best buy dates and Probably. best used by dates. And we'll talk about my wife next. Hang on. Star 102.1. His name is David Kushner. It's 10 minutes after 6 o'clock on Star 102.1. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim Show. We've got more tickets to the Ice Bears game of your choice. That's coming up for her versus him. Mark versus Kim, 720-ish this morning. Game of the day will be the feud. How long will you let leftover Halloween candy sit around before you not eat it, but throw it out? Because there's just too much. There's just no way. You're not supposed to eat all that candy, even for the kids. Like... If you bought too much, you went hog wild trick or treating, or you live in one of those neighborhoods where they're not selling candy. Mm-hmm, we'll talk about that later. But giving it away and you just get hordes and hordes of candy. How long do you think it goes before it's actually expired? I'll run it down and then I want to tell you a little story about my wife. Don't you all freeze yours or haven't you in the past? We have frozen. Bring it back out. We have reanimated the candy. Reanimated. That's your word of the day. Well, you know. <laughs> you can reanimate mom. You can reanimate the Halloween candy. We'll put a dropper um, on her ashes and boom, there she is. She's back. Uh, chocolate candy. If it's unopened, how long will it last? Unopened. Six months. Yes, man? Two years. Three years. I like that to my I like his thinking. It's a year. Up to a year. If is it's it unopened, really? yes. Dark chocolate, two years. For opened bags of loose chocolate candy, six months. Candy corn. If it's stored at room temperature, how long do you give candy corn? Forever. Yeah. <laughs> it just lasts. I don't know what it's made of, that waxy stuff. It just forever. So after 
the nuclear holocaust. Yeah, two it's things, still here. Two things will survive, roaches mm -hmm. and candy, candy corn. corn. Candy corn, three to six months if it's stored at room temperature. An unopened package can last up to nine months. Gummy candy, six months to a year, depending on how it's stored. I'm surprised by that because it seems like it would get hard. Mm -hmm. Hard candy like lollipops and Jolly Ranchers. That's a year. Mm. Study at Kansas State, though, found it's one type of candy that can pretty much last forever if stored properly. So, I just, I know asking you anything about expiration dates uh, is tough. Is, is yes, it's iffy. <laughs> My wife, we have a individually packaged small cakey treat. Like, imagine a brownie bite. It's similar to a brownie bite. It's half okay. brownie bite, half Madeline. All right. What's a Madeline? A Madeline is a little. It's like a spongy cake, like a little, like a dense, like, like a, a Twinkie, like a dense Twinkie. Okay. All right, a dense Twinkie, mm. not a, not as soft. Okay. And then you mix that with a brownie bite. Okay. okay. It's like a brownie Madeline. Just just imagine a brownie bite. So let's just say brownie bite. Okay. Okay. All right. Individually packaged, not anywhere near the expir. Oh, I'm sorry, just near the expiration date. But it has its own plastic box. I mean, it comes in a plastic box. You have to pop the lid. You have to take it out. Individually packaged. My wife thinks they taste like blue cheese now. Can there be some sort of mental issue? Like, can, like what can your body do to you if you're so weird? I don't want to say afraid. Maybe it's a phobia. Maybe it's something where she literally, literally makes something like... like the, I... I ate one after the other just to say, I mean, I just like, I got to test I it. I got to find the one that tastes like blue cheese. Just to test it. Oh, yes. It. I'm doing, he, he doesn't I'm, even really like them, oh, I'm I sure. Them. Oh, I love them. They're delicious. <laughs> oh, I love them. So I ate two, and then I ate four. And then the next day, I ate and two more. And then six and then eight. And then four more. Yeah, who do we appreciate? Yeah. We, and I said, Are you, have you lost your mind? No, I taste. They taste like blue cheese to me. I'm like, that could be a problem. Like maybe that's some sort of medical issue beyond mental. Well, I do believe that once you taste something, you can't get it out of your head or your taste bud. I mean, like mm -hmm. once something tastes bad to you, I think you do. So if you taste accidentally it. drink spoiled milk, then you can never taste regular milk again. Is that what you're saying? No, but I think once you taste the spoiled milk, the the same milk, whether somebody else tasted it or not, you taste it. I do believe All that right. gets in your head and your taste buds. <sighs> that same milk. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm surrounded by kooky. I truly <laughs> am. Uh, again, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim Show on Starwater 2.1. Below freezing in certain parts of the uh, area. At freezing here in Knoxville. Uh, warming up to 58. Not terrible today. Uh, no rain chances at all until maybe next week. We'll see Tuesday rain, but into the 70s for the weekend. I know we're past trick-or-treating, but I have to ask, a, did you see about trick-or-treating? All right, we'll be back with that next on Starwater 2.1 after Lil Booth Thang. 629 on Starwater 2.1, her versus him. has got Ice Bears tickets up on the line. That's 720 this morning for the feud. I did not see this in my neighborhood, but I was talking with someone yesterday that they had adult-only trick-or-treating at certain houses in the neighborhood they were at. Have you seen this? No. I hadn't either. So, in this big neighborhood in local, Farragut. Local. Yeah, in Farragut. I don't know what neighborhood it was. Is it a 55-plus community? No. Mm -mm. It was a big neighborhood that has a lot of kids in it, teens, kids. Mm -hmm. And on every main street, there's 180 houses, I think, and he said, in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. right. And he said on every main street... There was at least one house that had adult-only trick-or-treating, and what they had oh, is so like, it wasn't the whole neighborhood. No, it was just one house on each main street. So you'd take your kids or the teens or whatever, and then at every one house they would have like Jello shots at one. They'd have a bar, full bar set up at another. They'd have beers at one house.
house. And so the adults got something the kids didn't, you know, or they'd have candy. But they also had just that one thing for the adults. Mm-hmm. And so the adults were getting candy if they were collecting candy as well. But they also got the adult treats mm. at this one house. And apparently this neighborhood Only has done this for several years on each street. Each street had one designated drunk house. Yeah, our adult trick-or-treating house. So it may have been, but most of them, he said it was beer, a full bar, jello shots. Um, Were the outfits, or excuse me, the costumes worn by the people working the adult home, uh, let's just say, of an adult nature, by any chance? You know, he didn't say. Why not? Why didn't you ask these questions? I think he was so enthralled with what was available for the adults that he didn't think about it. He said one any, of them. Any odd-looking swing chairs available? Uh, not that he mentioned. Okay, I'm just curious. No, I, mean, I don't think there was like swinging and, you know. Well, I don't know. I'm just wondering. because Just it, the adult like, treats. The adult house that you go in and about 45 minutes later you come back out. Uh, no, he okay. didn't mention I don't know how that. Many, I don't know how adult you're talking here. <laughs> I, I think mean, it was. Comes you know, some jello shots is one thing. But, yeah. You know, right? So I thought that was pretty cool. I'd never heard of that happening. But apparently this neighborhood has done this, from what I understood, for the last several years. And it's just something they do. So. It's it's kind of fun. Well, you I'll know? get into uh, Robert Griffin III's tweet about his neighborhood. Mm. Coming up next, the thing he saw just flabbergasted him. And then I just asked the question on Facebook. Have you ever seen or ever been around a house or a neighborhood that sells the candy? As Are you a- sure it was candy they were selling? What? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I mean, was it drugs? I mean, like... I, okay, I'll, I'll read the tweet to you next. Start with a 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station at 644. We'll talk a little bit more about trick-or-treating and that thing I told you about charging kids for candy. Kim thinks it's drugs. I'm not... Well, I asked if it might have been. I don't think it is. We'll discuss that uh, tweet from uh, RG3. Saw it in his own neighborhood. We'll be back with that next. Hang on. Start with a 2.1. Last time I saw you, Nicki Minaj on the Mark and Kim show. Heartbreaker Robert Griffin III tweeted out something. Heartbreaker. He's a heartbreaker. <laughs> I don't mean just as a stud human For being. You. For you. Yeah, he broke my heart. <laughs> Former quarterback of the Washington Redskins. Broke my heart. I remember thinking ahead, like, in 2012 when he was drafted and after that first year, thinking ahead, like, to now. Like, wow, in 10 years, he'll like, still be our quarterback, but he won't be running as much. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he had, he's been out of the league for 10 years. All right, so tonight, our family experienced something like never before. In my life, I have been to countless Hallelujah Nights and seen people in costumes from Moses to Samson. Been to college Halloween parties and seen some wild stuff. Been trick-or-treating as a kid with our parents and as a parent with our kids. We have never seen someone selling candy at their door for trick-or-treating kids. Tonight we did. And what the fudge is that? So did they pay for the candy? I'll say that's some expensive fudge is what that is. Yeah. Um, Well, if he's tweeting about it, do you think he actually spent money on the candy? You don't think he did. I wouldn't. Well, of course not. I mean, you can get free candy every... Why would you pay for the candy? Did anybody pay for the candy? It doesn't say here. There's no follow-up and said he saw people paying for the candy. What what probably happened, he probably ended up by accident going to his ex-wife's house, and there were free candy <laughs> until Robert's kids showed and then up. And it's like, oh. <clears throat> yeah. And so, oh, yeah. And throw in some alimony while you're at it. That was ugly. Um, not for me. I mean the relationship. But nonetheless, we asked, did you ever heard of this? And And... People commented on stuff related to this, but not specifically on this. As surprised and shocked, I would assume, as RG3 was about that. It's, it's, I mean, I know times are hard, but if, you, if you're going to... You, candy's expensive. Candy's <laughs> expensive. 
<laughs> but if you don't, if you can't afford the candy, then just turn out the lights. Turn out the lights. Don't don't oh, don't open up the house for Halloween. Yeah. Because as 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 Halloweeny as my daughter's neighborhood was, and it was like wow, tons of kids. I really looked at how many houses there were without candy and lights and, mm-hmm. and on, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I'd say it was only like 25 to 30% of the houses actually are Halloweeny in that neighborhood. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, if you really, really look, when you know, when you have a horde of children and families, mm-hmm. when you have adults trick-or-treating on their own for some god-unknown reason, when you have you know, houses lit and de- decorated, if yeah. you really look at the ones that aren't, you, you might think, oh, wow, there really is only like 20% of the houses actually doing something. It's easy to say something. everybody's right, decorated. Right, right. But it's actually yeah. much less than you think if you really... Mm-hmm. And I spent time like looking, okay, that's not... And then I went, of course, my own neighborhood. Not one person has anything out. Well, we have Halloween stuff out, but not one person showed up because we have ring video doorbell. So nobody came not to your one. house. Well, there's no kids in the neighborhood, you know. Um, Tay writes, I, I was so extremely disappointed in this year's Halloween. Everyone is so obsessed with parking lot trunk or treats mm. that they don't actually trick or treat or hand out candy on actual Halloween. The place I've gone for the last six years usually has a thousand plus people. We went and had to walk for 40 minutes to find only five houses lit up wow. and only about 20 other people who were out trick or treating as well. Now, ours was less busy than it has been mm-hmm. because by by the time we turned off our lights at 7.30 to go to my mom's, we'd only had 150, and normally we have more than that by then. Emily says, I walked away from a house last night that had a man dressed as Jesus, and he gave me a can of tomato sauce. People are just trying to be the most unique house in the neighborhood anymore. Tomato she sauce. Can, yeah, she came back and, and <laughs> responded to somebody. Yeah, a group stood at the end of the driveway to show off their treats. My can of tomato sauce, a packet of brown gravy mix, a bottle of Dijon mustard, a can of beanie weenies, a roll of toilet paper, a box of yeast, a yellow squash, and an acorn squash. Oh That's gosh. someone who forgot to buy candy is what yeah. that is. Yeah. Scissor and snooze on Star Wars 2.1 with the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Uton Law Firm. So a couple of e-commerce experts here I'm looking at right now. I have a question. We've talked about how Timu, that's an app you should probably avoid because of things that are bad with it. I do have a question about, oh, something else, I guess. We'll ask next. Wow, out of nowhere. I didn't touch anything. Start with a 2.1 Olivia Rodrigo. Get him back. It's the, well, I woke up and chose violence remix. Go get uppercuts and lefts and rights and jabs and... Uh, 709 on the Mark and Kim Show. Welcome to the program. Thanks for being here. A little chilly this morning. I'll say below freezing in most places. High today, 58. Above 60, almost 70 by Saturday. Definitely 70 by Sunday. 73 or better, everybody, on Monday. So Timu app. Uh, it's, it's people buying clothes on Timu and Shein. And the Timu app is dangerous, supposedly. Yeah. We heard that a few weeks ago. But I've still ordered things. All right. Question then. <laughs> Do you have the Timu app? Yeah. You have the Timu app. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why your phone's always f- messed up. My phone's fine. <laughs> have I uncovered something on Shein when, if I put things in the wait, cart. Wait, what? You're on Shein? Huh? You're on Shein? Or somebody you know is on Shein? <laughs> no, no. Listen, I was going to tell you that I put things in the cart on Shein. What are you okay. putting in the cart in Shein? Oh, my God. Um, it was a. Um, a big bag of none of your business. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you are putting it in there or someone you know, like your wife or your daughter. I am talking about... What do you... What, what's the problem? You on Shein. Okay, I'll stand here for a while. I'll... I'll... <laughs> no, seriously. You or someone asking, you know. I'm asking yes, man, who's on Shein. Yeah, he's on there yeah, all the time. I am, right. Oh, I know. What's Half your problem? of what you have is on there and you uh, get great stuff, but okay. you... 
What? You. Me. On Shein. I was on Shein last night. Putting stuff in a cart. Yes. (laughs) And when I went to go pay for the items on Shein. You. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You you who will not wear Cracker Barrel clothing, which is good clothing and, and fine and you can see and touch, are buying something from Shein? Have you not seen my clothes lately, dear? Have you not seen what I wear now? You wear fine stuff. You've no. got an Under Armour pullover right now. You've a, got. Well, I have a hoodie and I've got sweatpants on. Yes. All right. But they're fine. I mean, <laughs> there's right. nothing this, wrong with them. This total. Not that there's anything wrong on. with Shein. Total you. retail price of the outfit I'm wearing right now is, I would say, $24, everybody. And that's great. Because I got this sweatshirt for about 13 these pants for about 9 If you throw on the tax there at the Costco. <laughs> yeah, but All you right? can touch and I probably and feel got, it. And, and I probably got 2% back on the purchase. Yeah. And right. they're logoed and I, you're a certain I, kind of I, way. Can I, can I, can I, can I get to my point? I don't know. Because <laughs> you on Shein. What is the problem? You. You have. I get- just said I'm wearing effectively Cracker Barrel without the food clothing. I don't eat. I don't buy clothes where I eat breakfast. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you can't wrap your head around the fact that I won't buy Cracker Barrel clothing because that's where I eat breakfast. No, I understand that, but you get samples at Costco. I mean, that's that's which is all weird it, but too. But hold, hold on, not hold getting on, the hold, samples hold, at Costco, hold, hold on, but that on. you'll get clothes there. But you won't. I, that's okay. not the thing. The thing is I, that Shein, I, you have made fun. I have never made of fun the, of Shein. Of the, I've never made fun of Shein. My wife buys on Shein. My daughters buy on Shein. I just say, you know. What, what are you getting for that cheap price? Are you getting your phone monitored? You, but then again, if the government, our own government is monitoring our phones, much less the mm-hmm. Chinese government. So, you know, let's be honest. We're all carrying around a microphone with us at all times. Everything we say can be heard and monitored and is probably logged. So can so I... So now you're just tossing that aside and you're just throwing caution to the wind and you're putting things in a cart for I, Shein. I'm just, I'm just amazed by this. I mean, you have, th- you have, you know, you got to watch what you're doing and Timu and Shin I just and all explained the that our all. phones are doing much more through our own government. I'm not worried about what are they going to collect about me that I like cameras. Ooh, that's a real revelation. I mean, that I'm bald. Oh well, he'll not be able to put a wig on and surprise us because he's, you know, I mean, what's <laughs> what's the? I'm okay, just shocked. All right, all right. I am just shocked. We'll see if I can get to the subject matter of my segment. Paint me surprised. <laughs> I'm going to paint you something. <laughs> wow. Get Olivia Rodrigo to do my light work up in here. Wow. Man. I'm just shocked. I'm, I mean. Really? Me and Tyler shopping on Shein, Timu, does wow. not the, surprise the, me now, at all. Now I feel ostracized. Now I feel, <laughs> now I feel belittled. No, now I'm not I, belittling you. I it's feel, like, welcome to the now club. Now I feel made fun of. No. You? It's like, welcome you? to the club. Finally. It's you? just you have belittled us. I have never belittled you for oh. shopping on Shein. I belittled you for many other things. Yes. But certainly not shopping oh. on Shein. I just I, there have, was a time. Oh, my God. All right. Hey, well, there you go. That's called hijacking a segment, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to give everybody a tip or actually get some knowledge about why when you put stuff in the cart, it costs more than what it did before you put it in the cart. Never mind. We'll get to that maybe later. If I can put her on the... You, can you go take a field trip somewhere for the I'll rest of the I'll stand by amazed after <laughs> yeah. the game. Oh, contestants are ready to go. We got her versus him, Mark versus Kim coming up next. It'll be Chelsea versus Eric. The feud is the game right after Jungkook and Jack Harlow. 
Charlotte 2.1, her versus him, Mark versus Kim, as we welcome our two contestants, one named Eric and one named Chelsea. Today, Eric and Chelsea, you're playing The Feud, and the play of The Feud for... Four tickets to see the Ice Bears home game of your choice this Friday is Feeling 22 night, where fans and attendants can win a pair of tickets to Taylor Swift's Eras Tour what? next year what? at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Wow. That's a pretty good deal right there. Hi, Chelsea. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Eric. Morning. Let's start with the girls. Top five answers on the board, girls. You'll be giving me the most popular answer. What's a nickname for someone who's bald? Chelsea? Uh, Two seconds. One second. Bald? (laughs) Chelsea's a player. I'll tell you right now. We're in for it. Kim, strike one, by the way. Uh, Kim, what's a nickname for someone who's bald? Chrome Dome. Is Chrome Dome on the list? It is, and that's at number four. What's a nickname for someone who's bald, Chelsea? Baldy. Is Baldy on the list? It is at number two. Now she gets it. Kim, what's a nickname for someone who's bald? Slick. What's up, Slick? Is Slick on the list? Yes, he is. At number five, number one and number three are left. Two strikes to work with Chelsea, a nickname for someone who's bald. Um, Two seconds. Shiner? Shiner. Hey, what's up there, Shiner? I thought that's a nickname for somebody with a black eye. Strike number two. Mm. Kim, a nickname for someone who's bald. Cue ball. Is cue ball on the list? <laughs> Kim's got them all. I wonder why. Uh, strike, excuse me, uh, answer number three. Only one answer left and one strike to work with. Chelsea. Egghead? What's up, Egghead? No, that's more nerd than anything else. All right, boys, talk it out. I don't have much worm. Uh, Here we go. Eric, you've heard a suggestion. <laughs> What's a nickname for uh, someone who's bald, Eric? Mr. Clean. Is Ooh. Mr. Clean on the list? That is correct. He is. Ooh. He's worm? number one. I, I don't know. Worm? It looks like never a, heard a worm head. A looks worm like, head? Looks like head of a worm. When you look at me, you see a worm head? No, you got a beard. <sighs> That's called my wife. Uh, Mr. Clean, Baldy, <laughs> Cue Ball, Chrome Dome, and Slick. <laughs> All right. Scoremaster Steve, what do you uh, have? That's one for Eric, zero for Chelsea. All right. We'll stay with the boys. Eric, top five answers on the board. Give me the most popular answer for the two, round, two points available in this second round. Name a restaurant meat that most people won't eat. A restaurant meat that most people won't eat. Two seconds, Eric. One second, Eric. Sausage. Is the, the restaurant mean no to sausage is your first strike. Strike number one. Yes, man. Name a restaurant meat that most people won't eat. Uh, chicken. Most people won't eat chicken. The most consumed meat in the world, and most people... <sighs> strike number two. Name a restaurant meat that most people won't eat. Eric? Duck. Is duck on the list? It is at number five. Tyler? Three seconds. Two seconds. Rabbit. Is rabbit on the list? Strike number three. Girls, talk it out. Liver. The time for discussion is over. Chelsea, to steal the second and third point. Name a restaurant meat Uh, that most people won't eat. I'll go with her answer. Liver. Is liver on the list? Liver lips? No. Strike. Mm. No. No. Lamb, number one. Veal at number two. Venison at number three. Mutton, which is sheep, 
at number four. And Duck, I'll be tossing that one aside. All right, Scoremaster Steve. All right, that's three for Eric, zero for Chelsea. All right, three to nothing. Uh, Eric, you get to play this or pass this. Listen closely. It's round three, top four answers to the board, and only two strikes in this round. Eric, play it or pass it. Give me a phrase that starts off with the words off the, off the, off the, or off the. Yes, you want to play that or pass that, Eric? Uh, pass. Pass it. All right, Chelsea. Name a, give me a phrase that starts with the words off the. Off the wall. Is off the wall on the list. Yeah. It is in number three. Remember, Kim, only two strikes to work with here. Kim, give me a phrase that starts with the words off the. Off the top of my head. Is off the top of your my head. I'll take it. Yes, yeah. off the top of your head at number four. One and two are left. Chelsea, off the. Um, off the hook. Off the hook. Yeah. It's on the list at number one. Kim, off the. Cuff. Strike number one of two. Chelsea, give me a phrase that starts with the words off the. Two seconds. Off the record. Is off the record on the list. That is correct. It is. It's a tie game. Chelsea dogging it out there. Well done. All right. All right. Here we go. To answer the speed round question, to break the tie, you must call out your name. As long as your name doesn't rhyme with the actual answer. Yeah. (laughs) That was fun with Darren and Jared. All right. Chelsea, Eric, call out your name if you want to answer the question. Here we go. What's 10% of 200? Eric. Eric. 20. Is 20 on? Is that the answer? Yes. Kim is like, I don't know. Well, I had 20 in my head. <laughs> Chelsea still still working on the math, Chelsea. Carry the I'm two. Slow. Goodbye, Chelsea. <laughs> Eric, congratulations. Off you go. The Ice Bears game. Tickets of your choice. Congratulations, Eric. Start with a 2.1. It's 7.49. When we come back, we'll see if we can get past my show-stopping word. It's not often that I say something that's a showstopper, but I said the word Shein. Oh, my God. You are on Shein? I think I'm past the shock of it now. I don't think you are. You should have heard yourself off the air just a few minutes ago. <laughs> All right. Star 102.1, Mark and Kim show. See if I can get this out without interruption. Maybe I'll just turn it into a tip of the day. I've heard that if you put stuff into your Shein cart, that the price you are looking at versus the price they want to charge you outside of the cart, like when you click on the buy now or whatever, is different. Now, are they taking stuff out of they, whoever they are? The they, huh? They, whoever's buying this stuff from Shein. Oh, now you're not on mm-hmm. me. Uh, are they are they taking stuff out of the cart after they've put it in there and the price is going up? I think this person that we're referring to here Mm-hmm. Has placed things into the cart mm-hmm. and seen the price of each item increase once it's placed in the cart. So they're not mm. removing stuff from the cart, and then the price of the items still in the cart are going up. Because sometimes I'm confused by the question okay, okay, as usual. Okay, listen. If you have stuff in the cart, okay. No, let's say you have. I'm st- just excuse me. That person okay is just adding things to the cart okay. on Shein. Okay, because sometimes if you have six items in the cart and then you don't like the price, Th- this is not what we're talking about. Okay, here. okay. I'm trying to be sure that well, because sometimes if you have six items and then take one uh, item uh, out, the price is, of the other items will go up uh, because you're not taking full advantage of the discounts. And coupons that are available. I, I said I tried to get through this, didn't I? <laughs> you did. 
So if a person is buying things, I'll just say this. What is this person buying? A whole bag of none of your business. <laughs> That's what he said earlier. I've never yeah. seen Three that. Three items. Chin. None of four items. None of your business. Okay. And that person has noticed that, wow, the price was this when I clicked on it, moved, when that person clicked on it and moved it into the cart, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's like 10, 15% higher. Has this person added the coupons and discounts available to them to the prices? That person seems to have, yet it doesn't seem to affect anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's strange. Okay. That's all I needed to say about that, and we'll be back. <laughs> 808 on Star Wars 2.1 with the Mark and Kim Show, powered by the Uten Law Firm. Well, several people were asking what I did yesterday afternoon, and I couldn't figure out what it was, and then I'm like, oh. Hmm? So I guess I'll have to do an update on what happened with my speeding ticket. Yeah. Well, you're here this you're here today. Yeah. I mean, so I mean that probably answers all the questions we need to answer. Does I would mean- think. I would think. All right. But I'll I'll give an update. Well, there you go. She's not incarcerated. That's the only, <laughs> that's the <laughs> only update you need, I guess. Look at she Kim, she's leaving. Kim's leaving. She ran out on us. She decided to kick that thing to the pedal to the metal. Mark and Kim show on Starwater 2.1. I would assume the final chapter, I'm just assuming, the final chapter of 67 and a 45 through Oak Ridge. You had the bank overnight a check. I just couldn't believe that you just wouldn't drive it up there yourself and drop it off once you realized, wow, it's not taken care of yet and blah, blah, blah. You're not incarcerated. So there we have it. There never was a speeding ticket. What? There never was a speeding ticket. You're joking. No. What? What? What are you talking? Hey, what are you talking about? I never got a speeding ticket in Oak Ridge. I'm so confused. Are you being funny? No. Gotcha. You love the long play. The long play. Yeah. Oh, the long con? Yeah. Are you... Gotcha. Are you being serious? Yep. You never got a ticket in Oak Ridge? Well, years ago with the little speeding camera thing. When Okay. But no, not this time. Wait. <laughs> the whole time? Yep. This whole time? Yep. The whole time? The whole time. The whole time? The whole time? The whole time. Sound like uh, Sally Field and Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> the whole time? The whole time? The whole time? <laughs> whole time. Uh, that's a f- I heard some fake laughter there. Yeah. No, no, the whole time. <laughs> what was the point? To get you. you. Well, you didn't just get me. You know, you got listeners. You have people listening, invested. So wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I have to rack my brain. There's got to be someplace, somewhere. Miranda writes, I have no words. Candace is laughing her heart off. Her heart off? <laughs> that was so hard. <laughs> my husband is like, I can't believe you're doing this. 
my son wanted oh, to wait, call. There's, no, I think, okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No. Gosh. Hold on. No. 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 No, you get, no, don't pretend. I'm not. You're hiding something right now. What? You're what am hi- I hiding? That you got a ticket. No. You didn't get a ticket. No. This whole time that we've been going on about, we even did like, we even did a, a, a big thing about, like, what? why do you guys like just, what, what was this? See, I'm completely, my mind is, is. I even called, I even called the Oak Ridge City Court yesterday while Tyler was sitting at his desk. Mm-hmm. Air quotes, the Oak Ridge City Court to see if my check made it. And yeah, it did. I, I don't understand what you're saying. I wasn't. I around. called my husband, and so, I, but I was calling. So you pulled it on him co- too, or does he know? No, he didn't know. I, I had no idea. I couldn't let anybody know except my husband and son. My husband and son knew that I was I was pulling this, and so I called, and they told me, "Yeah, it's posted." Cody's asking, "Didn't she bring in the ticket, or am I just remembering wrong?" Pamela, ha 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 ha. Candace, way to go, Kim. <laughs> Kim, brilliant from Nathan. Pam, oh my God, love it. Good one, Kim. I've got to think. And I got to really think now. I got to think. There's some. No, no. Why no? Why couldn't I pull off something? Yeah, because it's weird because you weren't late for the appearance. No, I wasn't. That's no, because li- I was listen, running. This is what I'm saying. I told listen, you the whole time I on. wasn't running late. I was just driving fast. Okay, but no, you're, first of all, you, I have. You, 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 Oh my God! You like to think <laughs> I run on. late for no, everything, okay, but I well, don't but anymore. You, but you do. But I don't. But anymore. you also allow just enough time to get there. So I, I no. imagine that it, even the whole—it was a training officer was made up. Yeah. It was a three. Why else would I be pulled over by three officers in Oak Ridge? I mean, because <laughs> you know me, I add more details than I need to to everything. Oh, don't we and know so that? I, I had to. Yeah. Oh my God! All right, hold on. I got to probably got to process. All right, there's got we got to there's got to be like Cody's asking. Didn't you bring in the ticket one day? No, I had a piece of paper over here, but I never handed it to oh, you. Oh my God! No, this can't. No, no, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. We'll be back on the Mark and Kim show. Yep. I guess, I guess uh, getting me is the uh, is all the rage here on the Mark and Kim show now because the two of them were burning a macaroni and cheese candle in the studio a few weeks back to get my reaction of this stinky ass candle. You'll probably see that up on their TikTok and only to find out just minutes ago that Kim's admitting or claiming, I should say, that she never got a speeding ticket and that this has all been a big ruse. I got questions and my wife is now involved. Well, why do you think I couldn't get you? I mean, you're always just, saying I, I, nobody I, ever gets me. I didn't say nobody ever gets me. I said I love to get got. Yeah, but then you say, but nobody ever gets me. Nobody ever tries. Well. So we'll get into that more next after Noah Khan. All right. Uh, Star 102.1, Mark and Kim show. About a month ago, she Kim comes in and goes, something about 67 and a 45. I don't know if you, did you just come right out and say that you got a speeding ticket for 67 and a 45? My mind is completely, uh, I'm, I'm awash in, in, all sorts of emotions right now. Um, so I kind of like the it. Story, yeah, I know you do. The, the story is that she got a speeding ticket in Oak Ridge. 67 and a 45, which I guess, if I'm really starting to look at the story and pull it apart, is she's now claiming that this never happened. Yep. In the last segment, claiming that this never happened. Now I'm trying to figure out the, tw- the triggers here. The triggers? And, well... Because, you know, I say all the time how fast you drive and then saying you're 22 miles an hour over the speed limit and that you also got pulled over by a training officer, uh-huh. which would like, 
mean that some may, like a technicality would get weighed in. And then you put off, put off, put off, and yet you, quote, couldn't find it online to do all the things that the officer had told you to do, which didn't make any sense because there is no online to go pay your ticket. You know, I think I'm getting a little insulted because you're making it sound like, oh, Kim couldn't possibly come up with something to pull over on me. What I'm saying is I'm trying to figure out how many triggers you came up with. This is, would you settle down, please? I'm complimenting you on this whole, if this is... If this is true yes. that you didn't get me, that you didn't get a speeding ticket, I'm saying because you know what I couldn't wrap my head around in the last segment because I was so out of my head. We did a big thing on the on 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 the podcast, thirty bonus minutes after the regular show, and probably on the show itself. Where why why can't you all ever take the easy route? Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was like why does everything have to be so difficult with you people? So I think knowing that that's how I feel about your family that you choose the difficult road, not the road less traveled. Mm-hmm. Um, that you knew that would get me. That you knew that would get me. And so it had to be thought out because if you, I know you thought it because out because you're the not po- easy to get. That's the point I'm making. Is that I I'm trying to remember now all the little things. Like, like, like when I kept saying, just go to court and pay, like not even on the day, just go to the courthouse and pay it. And you're like, and you found 14 million reasons why you couldn't, including, well, I don't want to drive through Oak Ridge again. I'll get another speeding ticket. (laughs) So you look at me dead in the eye now. I'd be like Florida man, get a speeding ticket on the way to pay my speeding ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Tennessee woman. So my wife has texted me a screen grab. I guess y'all text. Quite a bit, actually. And there's a text, and you guys are talking about, I guess, vacation plans, and and she responds, okay, great. And then out of the clear blue sky, you have texted my wife a phone number. And then you text right after that. Ignore that phone number. (laughs) That's Oak Ridge City Court. To which my wife responded, oh, okay, did did you find your ticket info? Question mark. Then you wrote back, no. Finally got an answer from the court clerk. And then she, in the, after she sent me the screen grab, she goes, ask her if this was a decoy conversation with me. Did you play my wife to get me? That was actually my husband's idea because <laughs> I was with him when she and I were texting about that because I was oh asking him, I said, Is, do these dates work oh for you? And he goes, he, he goes, hey, wow. he goes, go ahead and just send her that number. Okay. And I said, why? And he goes, well, because that way, he goes, you all text all the time. And he goes, right. if you accidentally have that number in there, it makes... <sighs> And I'm like, I would have never I, thought okay. of that. Uh, Angelica, who you know you say is Mark Light or whatever you like to call her. Oh, she is. She's uh, on my butt well, all the time. Well, hold on. Mark sounds a little salty, Kim. Get the tequila ready, LOL. Mark, <laughs> give her a pat on the back and say good job, and let's all laugh together. I am laughing. I like to get God, but I also am trying to figure out like all the little ways in which she played me over the last month. Maybe this is why people don't get you is because you you tear it apart. And no, it's no, like, I'm. Gosh. Do you not understand what this is truly? That this is this is a forensic analysis of how well you did. Are you really that? Really? Well, can you not just appreciate? I am. (laughs) This is how I appreciate. I'm breaking it down for everybody. I'm like, she did. You texted my wife. You got my wife involved. How is that not complimentary? Jesse. This calls for a shock and all retaliatory retaliatory prank. That'll be enough out of you, Jesse. Candace, Mark is used to busting your chops and can't wrap his mind around this. Thanks, I needed to laugh. Uh, Michelle, 
Ha, ha, ha. Mark is completely God. By the way, it's Mark with a C, all right? Granted, I was invested. I felt bad for Kim, and I was like, dear God, go to court, but this is awesome. Um, how about this from uh, an unnamed person? It says, she probably got a listener, and then in quotations, Oak Ridge police officer, to make the ticket disappear so then it never happened. Is this what it is? No. Hold on. No. Hold there on. was no ticket. Hold on. There, hold on. There was no ticket or there is no ticket. Hold on. Oh, hang on a minute. We'll be back. Start with a 2.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station, Mark and Kim show. We, uh, you know, we drew up a, um, a bit of a compact here on the Mark and Kim show a while back called the 10 Commandments of the Mark and Kim show. I'll have to remind you of something next. Hang on. Well, in the second greatest gotcha moment in the history of the Mark and Kim show, number one is when we got y'all twice on the same April Fool's Day stunt. Years apart, yeah. Mm -hmm. Remember April F Day? Mm -hmm. The woman who found her husband having an affair, and then we agreed to be the uh, uh, just a, an interested party, texting away and getting involved in that. And oh, it was it was something else. We had y'all hook, line, and sinker, as she had me for the last month month believing that she got a ticket for 67 and a 45 only today to bring a gotcha after it went all the way to she won't pay it she'll just let the ups man deliver the payment y'all heard it y'all know it if you don't go back and listen to the podcast i ripped down the 10 cubicle commandments of the mark and kim show like thou shall not talk touch mark's books yeah thou shall not speak ill of prince yeah thou shall not plot Scheme, conspire, maneuver, collude, connive, or cahoot. Against Mark, without telling him first, of course. You didn't tell me nothing. You No, I didn't. You are amazing. I don't even know if I can repay the debt. <laughs> I get you, I just, I, you know, people are like, oh, man, you got to get her. And then, uh, Mark, she, then some, Jesse responds, Mark, remember, she had two accomplices, the prank if carried out, should be all-encompassing. Like, if I'm going to prank, it's going to be you and your son, which, of course, you and your husband. They were all involved. Um, I said, oh, don't worry. I'm burning their house down tonight. <laughs> but but I'll be standing on the curb yelling, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Talking. Late night talking. It's all they're doing on the Golden Bachelor because he's uh, forgotten his Viagra. It's uh, 921 on the Mark and Kim show. Are you just joking or has there been a thing about him forgetting oh, his Viagra? Oh, you not heard what's going on on the, on no, the Golden I'm not keeping up with it. Golden Bachelor? <laughs> oh. No. Tonight on The Golden Bachelor, things get dirty when the ladies mud wrestle for a one-on-one -on -one date with Jerry. But the fun is short-lived after Evelyn breaks a hip, <laughs> Betty snaps her oxygen hose, and Gladys dies. Oh! Later, Mildred opens up about the death of her first husband at Gettysburg. Oh my gosh. And then, an unforgettable rose ceremony oh, where Jerry sends four women home. But three can't hear him because they forgot their miracle ears. What did he say? And the other didn't know she was on a TV show in the first place. That's right. Malarkey, you big kabluna. That's all tonight on oh The gosh. Golden Bachelor. Start with a 2.1 Mark and Kim show. A Facebook post just went up. Uh, this is going to be one that gets hundreds and hundreds of responses. Or four. No, um, <laughs> That's a, quite the disparity there. <clears throat> well, you know, our Facebook posts. Um, there's three doors. You have to choose one. One of them, walk through the door, there's your soulmate. Door number two, $100 million. Door number three, time machine. Got to pick one, and we've asked you to explain why. 
in the post when you when you comment on the post. Hundred million, by the way, buys a lot of soulmates. Just so you know. <laughs> and Time Machine allows you to go back in time and invest in Microsoft and Apple. Take that fifty dollars you huh. have, and then yeah, give it to Steve Jobs. Hmm. Give it to give it to uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, of course, would take that fifty dollars and not do anything with the computers, but probably buy himself, you know, a good time. All you people want is more, 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 more. Gimme, gimme, more, more. <laughs> so yes, I, uh, I'm still an hour later. We haven't referenced it at all since about eight fifty-five this morning. It's the Mark and Kim Show podcast. I'm literally still, my head is spinning, literally spinning after the reveal today, the reveal today, and I'm sure you've heard it and you've heard us going on and on and about it. I just kind of, now this can be a true postmortem and I don't want to spend the entire 30 minutes, although I don't have anything else to talk about, but um, I mean, I'm like lost finding out that you never got a speeding ticket. I, I just, I just, it's just, it's just like. I mean, the utter brilliance. I mean, I can't call it anything else. And the funny thing about it is if you listen back, and I don't know if you ever listen back to the podcast, you like, like, why can't you just accept it? And I'm like, I am. This is it. This is like me. <laughs> like an hour later here, it's like an hour later since the last time we talked about it, and two hours since you revealed that you were just kidding about this whole thing for a month. Yeah, I that my head. Said there never was a speeding time. I think the adrenaline is comparable because, like, when, when, you, when it hit me, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll have to listen back how much actual dead air there was when it hit me that, because my mind was racing, like, well, unlike you going through Oak Ridge, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, I do my, go pretty quick through there. It would not well, be. You're lucky to not get a ticket then, yeah. if you didn't get a ticket. And that's maybe another question. <laughs> Am I getting got on being gaslit? I don't know. But it, I, I literally, like, my mind was racing so hard to try to figure out like where the little triggers were, like what you said and what you did to make me, because you tuned me up, you know that, okay? Mm-hmm. I was all turned up mm-hmm. on this whole thing because you know, like, it's it's like it's like can't it's like when you see the fifty eight year old drug addict getting arrested for the thirty third time, yeah. you know, it's like it's like don't these people ever learn? No, and so. When like like I guess it's with certain things with you, it's like like why why don't you why don't you ever learn? Like how many more accidents can you be in? How many more speeding tickets can you be can you get? Can you how much more? I, just all these little things like and so I I'm afraid there was a lot of dead air. I I, I don't know. I'll have to listen back because I do listen back to the podcast uh, not every day, but I will listen back to this <laughs> because it's so rare that I get to say gotcha. Um, mm, but mm, it, I, mm, I think I I'm, think I'm flabbergasted. That question, you know, do you ever learn or do you? I think you get so comfortable and you think, okay, it's been a while, I haven't done that, and you and then you're just going and going, and then all of a sudden, bam, you're caught in doing whatever it is that you're caught doing, you know, speeding, okay, taking drugs, you know, whatever. Which one did you get caught at? Oh, speeding, but I didn't get caught at speeding, but you would believe it because I do get caught so often. Or if I had come and said I wrecked the car again, you would believe that too. Yeah, how um, come that wasn't the how come that wasn't the uh, scam? Why did you harder go with- to cover that up because oh, yeah. my car is not damaged. Mm-hmm. You could also take your son's car yeah. to work and then leave that at I I don't know. 
that would have been harder to cover. I'm just, you know, hey, I mean, I like they, these are props. Understand? Like I said on the air in the on air portion of this podcast, these are all props. The, the the fact that I'm literally at a loss for words, other than trying to examine this whole thing, and you got him too. Like you didn't tell him anything. No, because nothing. Because she, hold I on. can't trust you all together. Um, Wait, no, what, what does that mean? Well, I mean, we're not, never together. We're here in the morning, and, and that's it. I know, but it's like. Yes, I trust you all because we we talk about how we're the three headed monster. <laughs> but on something like this, yeah, work, I seeming to work out really well. But but go you on. pick up on things that right. I mean, you 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 readily say that you pick up on things, and it's so hard to pull something over on you. Oh, so that if you told to be, him, you would afraid he would. I was afraid that he would not screw it purposely, up. not purposely, but he could say something, even a little. <laughs> I mean, that would have been like, what do you mean? You know? Okay. I mean, there could have been just some little give <laughs> that you wouldn't have meant to do. Tell. Right. You know, that yeah. would have... Well, you know, micro-expressions, I'm all about studying I know. how to discern micro-expressions. And, and so you, you're, you're always saying, I never get God. Yeah. Nobody ever tries to get me. Yeah. But it's because it's hard to try to get you. Okay, good enough. I mean, so I'm, it's frustrating. Yeah. Why is it frustrating? Well, you got me. So there you have it. Congratulations. <laughs> it's work. It's work. It's work trying to get over it. I don't think I've ever been gotten. I mean, you guys lit that uh, mac and cheese candle. Um, and, and that was good. Yeah. I mean, that was that good. Around. But it's a little, you Yeah, because I could smell food trash, which is like, I think I got the most laughs on, on the TikTok video. Mm -hmm. And how are you videotaping me without me noticing? That's the question. I don't I, know, I've gotten better at that, I feel like. You must have, because I didn't see it once. You had it... Um, uh, I guess just where you're sitting right now kind of must have been at your elbow or something or sticking out because you were able to get the picture of the uh, the video of the cam of the uh, candle burning. I think this yeah. raised thing on the console here mm -hmm. helps some because we're not normally looking over it trying to see what you know. Yeah, we're just sitting here, so we don't. I don't think we pay uh, attention that much. Man, just uh, absolutely, absolutely flabbergasted, gobsmacked, all the things I can be about this. I just okay, so we'll move on. Um, if I have I, a question. If I'm able. Oh, okay. Um, I was reading over some of the stuff in our prep, and it was talking about how younger Americans are more likely to discuss salaries than older generations. Yep. And older generations find it taboo. Right. And my son and his friends, I hear them all the time, and they're definitely on the younger end of things, and they're not making like lifetime salaries or anything. But... They don't think anything about talking about how much they make. And I know my nieces who are, you know, 25 and almost 30, um, don't think anything about talking about their salaries. Why is it? Well, we know your son's not talking about a salary because, well, you Well, he's know, not working right he's now. He's not but I mean, working when a job. He, when he had a job, and he'll, he'll get one as soon as the football season is over, which... Hopefully, well, well, I, think, I shouldn't say hopefully. Uh, They're nah. in the playoffs this week, <laughs> but we're, we'll play in Nashville, and hopefully, it'll be well soon. It'll be over. But um, hopefully, did you hear that? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to say hopefully. <laughs> but I mean, wish that this <laughs> damn season would finally come to an end. I hate which, to say that. Which this is senior all season the intramural sports are now done, are done for you. You know, you um, won't be going no, to this practice, sad. lacrosse, and golf. And well, we don't go to the practices anyway. He does, but I mean, it's it's a sad. It's well, there the was end a time era, before he was driving that you had to pick oh, him up. Oh, we or were take, all yeah. That's the point I'm making. Yeah. Mom's taxi is mm -hmm. usually a sports or activity related yeah. thing, and yeah, that's been gone for a while. 
Uh, but going to the games and stuff, that we're going to okay. miss that. I mean, it's like... Nah, now doesn't sound like it. No, it's just that... Hopefully, it'll be over this weekend. Well, the away games, because they're so far. I mean, we knew this week was either going to be Nashville or Memphis. So the point of your son but, working a job to but be they able to talk, talk, talk... I mean, it's like, but okay, I can, I'm Well, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because the minimum wage, quote-unquote, is in the news so much... Um, and what people give an example? Even Bucky's has listed on their on a on a on a sandwich board. Sandwich right board. Yeah. Here's what you'll make by working here, from this range to this range, and so on and so forth. But I mean, like in real jobs. I mean, people in jobs are talking about you know their salaries more. Why is it so taboo with the older people? I mean, my father would have never said you know he would have never told what he made. I mean, we barely knew what he made. It was just like. You know, it was like when we got older, he would talk about what he made. But when we were younger, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it so taboo? Why was it made taboo? Well, let's keep to in mind that these, these kids today, everything is out there, everything is online, everything. They have access to all the information. So, actually, probably looking up what does somebody who works at this place make on a regular basis? I mean, glassdoor.com, there's yeah. other places that have salaries and, and, and dollars per hour and stuff like that. They have that. So it's not, a, it's not a complete mystery because, like to this day, I couldn't tell you any, my father worked for IBM for mm-hmm. 33 years, 34 years. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you what he made. And he said he retired in like 1985 and went on to work another career after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't, I have, n- I have not a clue what he made. That's what I mean. Um, but it I just do, wasn't talked about. Right. But you can't compare it to what he was making in the 60s, 70s, and 80s mm-hmm. to today's dollars. Because if you heard the number, God, it's probably like, you know, 10, 15, 18, $20,000 a year, which back then may have been good money. Who knows? In 1963 or 68 or 72 yeah. or 79 or whatever. Um, I think there's so much information out there, and these kids are used to living a life out loud, if you will, that there's really nothing that's private. If they don't want to be private, then they don't have to be private. Everything is online, whether they do it themselves through selfie videos or have their own YouTube channel or whatever. They they give up more information than ever before. More of them is exposed. So So telling what... The amount of money they make is the same as telling you that they went to school today and saw this or that. Yeah. Or they got into a fight today or they fell in love today or whatever. I mean, it's just, I don't think there's any hiding much. There's just no, there just doesn't seem to be anything sacred anymore. But I and, guess my question, though, is more like I understand more like why they talk about everything, but why was it so sacred, secret, what you made back in the day? Because it was a status symbol. Because if you think about it, so if it's a the status single, why didn't you talk about symbol. it? Symbol. Why didn't you talk about it? The point I'm making is that is that most people probably thought they were underpaid compared to the people in their neighborhood or other people they worked with. And so because there were, what were the status symbols of those days? The fact that you'd had a new car and a house. Yeah. Like you had a car in the driveway, you had a chicken in the pot, yeah, and you had a house. Right Back in the day when you could actually afford all that stuff on whatever salary mm-hmm. they were paying you. So that was the status symbol. The fact that you've created a life behind a picket fence. That yeah. was the status symbol. And if you could afford that, then that was... That spoke to your, quote, salary. 
So you didn't have to ask anybody, oh, what do you make as an engineer for CSX or whatever your father did? What did he do? An engineer? Um, Norfolk Southern. Norfolk Southern. Okay. Yeah. So nobody had to ask because there was a house that he lived in, in Fountain City or Halls, Halls. wherever. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's all you needed to know. I don't think there. I don't think that, that, that discussing salary was as taboo as it just didn't have to happen because you could tell with the very few a number of status symbols there were back in those days. Okay, did your kids have food to eat? Did your kids come to school dressed with a pair of shoes that weren't holes in the bottom? Were you clean? Were you, were you clean? Did you clean have dinner was a status every night? Symbol. Did you have? You know, yeah. You're, uh, you know. Keep in mind, at one point, you know, this is why artwork had what was, um, let's say, fuller-bodied human beings in them. Being heavy or zoftig was the word. It was a status symbol. That yeah. was how you proved. Oh, I have the money to buy the food to eat to make me fat. The rich foods. Yeah. Well, just not yeah. rich foods. Just sometimes, just food. Yeah. I mean, because if you look at, you know, what exi- I, I've read tons and tons of of history, um, especially medieval times. I'm just I'm enamored with anywhere between like 1066 when my great times 27 grandfather. Oh, wow. William, that far back. Yeah. Well, William the Conqueror, I'm directly related to William the Conqueror, like a million and a half or five million other people are, so it's nothing special. But that that time, the 1000s, the 1100s, the 1200s, that early, dark, middle age kind of period is fascinating. So I've read immense, immense things about it, not just volumes of material on it. Listen to podcasts about it. Um, you know how I said recently that the entire day of an animal is searching for food. Yeah. Effectively, there was two things that the middle age person, and I don't mean 40 to 60, I mean people who lived the in, the middle, in the middle ages, <laughs> person, yeah. was two things in mind. Survival and food. Mm. Not being raped or pillaged. Not being part of an attack. Not being overrun by a marauding gang. So there was lawlessness then, like we kind of have now. Welcome to Chicago and San Francisco. Mm. But... Um, Survival, like literally having enough food to eat and understanding that it took much less food to keep you nourished then than it does now. Isn't that interesting, too? Well, we've all been dipped in wax. We all have a wax coating. We all have processed foods. We have convenience stores. We have grocery stores. Do you think there was a grocery store in Leicester, England in 1072? No. But think about how it takes less now to keep us sustained when we were doing so much more as people for that survivor, the survival, though. When you say it takes less to keep us sustained. Well, you said it, it takes, takes mo- less to feed us, you said. No, it takes more to feed us now because back in those days, you could, you could, you would have to survive. Look, hunger was a thing. Yeah. Okay, hunger was just a thing. You lived with hunger. You may go days without eating in the Middle Ages. And you were doing so much more, though. I mean, everything was more physical. Right, everything so, you, yeah, was so more, you would burn off anything that you ate. Yeah. Yes. Unlike today, where modern conveniences like automobiles, modern conveniences, is like grocery stores and the way that the food is processed makes us fat. Plain and simple. The humans today are 100% fatter than they were back in those days, okay? If not more so. So survival and eating were commodities back then. And so that that put people in such a, that was the status symbol was you got to eat today. Like, you know, you didn't have to have, you know, 40 acres and a plow. Yeah. Okay. You wanted your plot of land so you could grow what you ate and then hopefully that nobody came and stole your pig. 
Yeah. I mean, truly, or stole your cow, which gave you milk, which gave you life, which gave and you, you the ability to- you had to have something over your head, but it bread. wasn't a big palatial home. Right, exactly. So, you know, why people older than us, going way, way back, their status symbols are different. And because today is everything, everything is online, everything is seen, every, nothing is hidden any longer, that's the status symbol now. I just so, hadn't thought about it that way, because I found it interesting that, you know, people- in their 20s and 30s, think nothing of saying, hey, I just got a new job and I'm making 45000 a year. Yeah. Whereas my parents would have never done that. But there's also, there's also creating FOMO. People like to create FOMO for other people. You know, people are worse now than they've ever been. And I think that we see how bad people are now. Though, and don't, may, this, may, may, not, may not be that they're worse people today than they were 50 years ago. But I think you can see how bad people are now more than ever before. Because it's more shared. Mm. It's more shared. Yeah. yeah. You share and you hear and you see and people have video cameras going all the time. So you can see how bad people are. And I think people like to create jealousy in other people by giving them FOMO. Like, oh, I'm making 45000 or I'm making 85000 yeah. or 115000 comma. And you're not, mm. period. And that's effectively what it is Which because is more than likely, those same people that are bragging, if you want to say it, or showing off what they make, like, here's what I, here's, I, I make this, I just got my first job or whatever. And if, if, you, if you scroll through all the people who are lamenting the fact that they can't find a job after this college education, um, then more than likely their other social media has stuff that they do that makes their life look grander than it actually is. Yeah. So it's all about showing off. People's worst instincts are fortified by the ability to show it off and to live out loud. And like I said, back in the 60s and earlier, you just if you had a house, you had a car, you had your kids and clothes and you were clean – that's all the status symbol you need. So I think people now, there's a need, and I think it's the social mind virus. And you think I'm, you know, I think you giggle when I say that. But there is a social mind virus that has taken place that, however we got it, you want to blame Zuckerberg, you want to blame Musk, you want to blame whoever. There's a social mind virus out there that has changed the thinking of humanity in such a way that I believe, and this is just my opinion, that we are in the very early stages of of the decline of humanity. Because in 5,000 years or 500 years or 100 years, there will be no humans like there are today. I honestly believe that. I'm not trying to be a, not no, trying to be I, I can believe that. a futurist. I mean, I'm not trying to be somebody that knows too much. I'm just saying from what I've read and the, and the way I think it's going, unless there's a massive course correction, that we are on the way to some sort of an, ext of an extinction event, not necessarily from a meteor or anything like that. I just think that we will, if, it, AI, if it's not AI and cyborgs, which we've talked about, if it's yeah. not your consciousness now being placed in a mechanical body and then allowed to live for as long as you want to live. Um, and I also think there'll be revelations about, you know, things that we don't know. I think that revelations about afterlife and stuff like that, positively or negatively, depending on how you see it, uh, will happen, and I think a lot of that will have to do with the fact that in 100, 500, or 1,000 years, or 5,000 years, humanity will cease to exist in the way in which we know it today. No, I can believe that, because humanity exists in a way now that it didn't 500 years ago. I mean, think about that. I mean, because there are but I'm changes. talking about the people's, the form, like the people at all. Yeah. I mean, like there may get, like the like pop, life forms. Like life, life, might, life might disappear. Yeah. Like humanity seemingly is just headed... To hell, if yeah. I, for, for lack of a better word. I mean, I can't imagine 
what's the course correction that's going to change people from being the way they are? And it's, it is going downhill. No, it is. It is going downhill. You know, however it's become this way, it is this way. And so it's going downhill. So, I, you know, I have, a gra- I have grandchildren. I have grandchildren. I have a brand new baby granddaughter. And so she lives 100 years or 200 years or 500 years or whatever. What is she going to see? Yeah. And I love her. So I, I would certainly hate to think of the strife that she's going to have to live through mm-hmm. if something doesn't happen to fix fix what's happening. But there's no body that can do it. Mm-mm. Biden's not going to do it. Trump's not going to do it. What's going to fix the social structure of humanity that's going to allow us to continue. Are we going to go through a wave of puritanism and eliminate all, you know, anything that's not completely buttoned down and pure? Or are we going to go the opposite direction? I mean, we're hearing it in today's culture. Everything is, everything you hear today is worse than the thing you heard yesterday. If it's not the music, it's the things you see on television. The crimes committed today are much more heinous than the crimes committed uh, 50 years ago. But if you go way back, though, into the Middle Ages that we talked about a little while ago, it was barbarian culture. Yeah. I mean, it was literally kill or be killed. I mean, that's the God's honest truth. It was, it was you could, I mean, this is why the life expectancy was 45, you know, at best in the 1300s. But and it I wasn't wanna... just because of malnutrition. It was because you literally were having to survive yeah. from somebody attacking you and killing you because killing people then was nothing like t- like you couldn't imagine killing anybody could you they, no not unless they were hurting someone but trust me you in my family 99 percent you couldn't imagine killing another human no, being like I couldn't. ending the life of another okay mm-hmm. they unless, would have to be doing something unless, terribly heinous right unless one of the two of you is a serial killer and i just don't know it or if i'm a serial killer who knows i i'll kill a bowl of cereal though i'll tell you that <laughs> um to have murdered somebody or to kill somebody with quote justification, even justified. Yeah, you, it's hard to imagine they didn't. They didn't have those qualms yeah. back in those days. That was just part of. That living. was just part of living. Part of living was creating death to avoid yourself yeah. being dead. I want to back it up to something you said a few minutes ago, though. Um, you were talking about how everyone living out loud and is going on trying to create FOMO for other people. For other people, and. I don't believe everyone tries to create FOMO. I, I didn't think, say everyone. No, but I think you know, a lot of people do. But I, I believe some people live out loud really just because they are joyful for what they've been able to achieve. I agree. I don't mm-hmm. think they're trying to create FOMO in others. I think they're just trying to look what I've done because some people really are told you know, you're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to do anything. You've talked about this. That's me. And But they, they've been able to work and they've been able to turn their life around or whatever has happened in their life. And they are living a life that they themselves may have never thought they could live or have just been proud of what they've done. And so maybe they go on and post because that's what people do. Or maybe they just live their life and people see them and go, well, they're bragging. No, they're not bragging. They're just living the life they live and they're living it with their family. They're living it with their grandkids. They're doing the things they do. They're yeah, I agree. Traveling. They're doing, you I know, agree. they're not creating FOMO, but some people see it as, oh, they're just trying to okay. create FOMO. So there's, I, I, I agree. I agree that there's both. But it's I agree. the other people mm-hmm. who are seeing it that way because they have not been able to create that for themselves yet. So I you have to that. look at the way that it's coming from too. No, I, no, I, I agree with you. Um, and it, like, let's say, and, and I'm going to call myself successful in this industry, 
okay, because I've had a job since 1988 doing what I love to do on the kind of radio station that I've always wanted to do it on. Mm -hmm. And so because of that and the things we talk about, I am probably living my life of success more out loud than I would have if I had been this successful in a field that wasn't as public as this. And I would not have been somebody that would have had to be online yeah. saying, look at my life, I'm travel photos and stuff like that. The only photos I would take of travel is I take photos not with me in them, just photos of the places I go yeah. or the people I see, like in street photography or landscape yeah. stuff. So, so I'm not that kind of person. I would have been happy, successful in any industry because I'm successful when I was told for my entire youth, you'll never amount to anything. But I wouldn't have felt the need to like, you know, like you see people showing off what they've done and what they do online in the way in which they do. I wouldn't have been that guy. But I definitely think that you're right, that there are people that do live out loud just because they're happy to be successful and choose to put it online so everyone else can see it. And then there are also people that just try to create FOMO for others. Absolutely. I think, I think there's 50-50 Absolutely, but I think we just have to, you know, be aware of that. Don't think that everybody is trying to just brag and, you know, live that way. But there's enough people out there doing it that make you go, man, good Lord, give it a rest. But the good thing is it says unfollow and block. That's mm -hmm. the only thing. Or just scroll past. Or just yeah. not You just being, don't have to look at it. See, scrolling past, they, you think you can do that. You think you can. How many times, and be honest... With that big knobby thumb of yours, have you scrolled past and then backed it back up? Come on, tell the truth. Either one of you. How about you? You scroll, yeah. you scroll, then you say, oh, and you go, and you're like, man, look at that. Living life out loud. Come on. I have to uh, say, yeah, I've done it. I have, but I'm, I'm, I don't live my life jealous a lot. And now, I really don't. Now, I've actually blocked people, or un not blocked, but unfollowed people mm -hmm. for that reason, but you can usually tell. Like, mm -hmm. if they're proud of what they've accomplished, you can tell from posting the same foreign car every single day. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, you like you got new headlights. You got, like, it's just something, the same thing every day in just a different setting. Right, There's, there should be places for that. Like you can like join a, a an online forum for foreign cars or something, right. and then share the pictures of what you've done to improve. Yes, but when you do that in a general social media, I guess the people that would follow you might just be interested in foreign car headlights, you know, maybe. or or you know upgrading the cam or whatever the case may be. So maybe that's what people will follow you for. But you know, I think the number one thing that drives people crazy is the bragging, the, the braggy braggadociousness of a lot of these posts and look at me and effectively look at me doing what you're not doing. That's right. how people yeah. take it a lot of times, but that's fine. But that may be more their place in right. life and not, not being happy with themselves True. than, right. you know, being upset with that. And to wrap person. this up, because it's been long enough, my head's still spinning. I just, <laughs> I'm, you know, you, you think me breaking it down is somehow... Making fun of the you got well, me. I was, I Just was, understand this. I misunderstood, and yes, I thought you, did. you were thinking, well, how could she get me? Nope, you know? nope, nope. What, you don't have the ability to get? Well, that's what it was sounding like, but no, I stand it doesn't, corrected. No, no, it's me literally corrected. breaking it down, trying to figure out all the ways in which you did get me. Because you even involved my wife. So I'm laying down my props to you. However I do that, understand that they're props. They're Thank just you. me saying, wow, bitch, you got me good. <laughs> Thank you. Pitch. Did I mention that? Yeah, you I did. So, yeah. Okay. That's enough. <laughs>